should be going off in like... Oh, perfect, it's just gone off. Oh, look at that. What a professional. Perfect timing. Actually, that was quite, that was quite significant. Like, my, my, like, resting levels have, like, dropped, like, quite significantly. I know decibels like a logarithmic scale, so it's, like, less of an impact, but still. Yeah, imagine it's quite like a drone as well, isn't it? That, it's, it, oh, it's, it's a nightmare. It's, like, really, like, inconsistent as well. Like, so if I move the door too much, it, like, the sound changes. It's quite fascinating. Like, I'd love to know the, like, reason why. It must be... So what? So you... Hang on, before we have this conversation, shall I do the sync clap and we can, we can, we can, we got content. Okay. <laughs> Go on then. If, if we need to scrap the part about my bathroom fan, we can always bin that bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm... It, it might not make the best opening. Right, no. <laughs> we'll see. I'll, I'll make it brief. I've, I've drafted, we'll I've drafted an intro in my head, but I have no idea. I'm, I'll, okay, I'll try and not fuck your, it up. Do your proper intro, then we'll do the bathroom fan. And then if the bathroom fan's too boring, we can bin it off and pretend like it didn't happen. Okay, sounds like a plan. Hello and welcome to the Scrambled Checksum podcast. I am one of your glamorous hosts, a nerd about pretty much everything from space and terrestrial transportation to consumer technology and computers. Uh, This podcast, you will hear us ramble on about pretty much anything we want to as long as it's nerdy and full of unnecessary detail uh with me is a man who needs no introduction hello i am one of the other hosts of the scramble checks on podcast uh like ethan i'm a nerd about pretty much everything and i watch a ton of videos on youtube about science and technology facts then proceed to forget and mix them up in my mind so anything that i recall from them is absolutely useless one could say even that you scramble them Hey, absolutely. Hey, we, they, we did the thing where we, we referenced. Title, yeah. we, where we referenced. Oh, look at that. Well, we referenced clever. half of it. It was, it was kind of like a, you know, we, we scrambled our own reference there. But, you know, it's good enough. Well, maybe that's maybe that's all for the best. Anyway, on to the second or first topic that we might talk about. Um, we totally didn't didn't cut anything out or maybe not cut anything out. Um, I, I wanted to address a concerned listener um, from our uh, previous episode oh no if we if we or, or more of a an offended or upset listener i do i need to dab on a hater we uh, I, well i i would i would hesitate i've never dabbed in my life i <laughs> have you not even ironically no, not not even ironically not even once it's like a it's like it's like a, it's become like a thing now where like if i did it would have to be something so significant that like it's like when you have a bottle of like champagne or like whiskey or whatever and you save it for best Right, and then but then like you you never drink it; it just sits on the shelf for the whole time because you're like, oh no no, I'm saving that for best. And then like I don't know, your kid grows up and graduates college, and you're like, I don't know, this is like a twenty year old whiskey now. That's that's not special enough. Let's save it for best. At some point, just, at some you, point, you'll it'll, it'll come back into fashion, and then you'll just be like the coolest grandpa ever. Or you like you're on your deathbed and you finally drink it, and you're like, ah, oh, <gasps> crap, I let it spoil. Oh, dabbing it's, it's the past, haters! Oh, I can't yeah, lift past, my arm. Anyway, that's me and my dabbing. I'm, I've, I've never done it in my life. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, you might want to before you cast judgment on the um, offended listener. You might want to uh, wait to find out who it was. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I, I know. I heard. I heard tell that, and uh, and dear listeners, um, you may not have heard uh, that this might actually be the first uh, episode of this. Uh, esteemed podcast to grace your ear holes um 
we don't know if we're going to release the pilot yet. Uh, maybe we will at some point for a small fee, like a Patreon subscription or something, because uh, we are um, that money hungry. But um, yeah, buy it on tape. Buy it, yeah, we'll, we'll release it on cassette, and uh, we'll also we'll also uh, I don't know buy the rights for making cassette players from Sony or something. Cassette uh, and laserdisc. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh God, we could go on a huge tangent here. To, it, we could go on a huge tangent. Kieran, we must stay on topic. Yeah, okay. We must yeah, stay on topic. We must we address concerned, this offended listener. A concerned, slash offended a con- listener. Yeah, offended listener about certain comments that I may have made regarding uh, the usage uh, of certain Android devices. I knew it from a certain OEM. Uh, and their worthiness of being referred to as an Android user. Um, I, I, yeah, this is the Samsung device thing, and you you said along the line. I'm paraphrasing you here. I don't know if you've got your exact quote, but you said something along the lines of like, it, it was something like, "You're not really an Android user if you have a Samsung device, or you're an I O. You're basically an Apple user, or something like that." I uh, I do not remember. Dar- it was definitely something to that effect, and I just want to say. Uh, to anyone I think out that there, you said anyone that uses a Samsung is an absolute moron. It, it, it definitely that. It was definitely you know, I I hate all Samsung users. Maybe, maybe okay. If I did say that, I wish to retract my previous statement. Uh, however, all Samsung users are clueless fools. <laughs> I, I I would just like to say to any Samsung users out there who are listening um, to our podcast, uh, maybe on said Samsung device, that I accept. Uh, that you exist and uh, I'm sorry uh, that you were upset I mean the episode will never go out so I mean you could have said anything maybe you said that all Samsung users got duped into it by the K-pop themed advertising all I'm gonna say um, is the the only Samsung users that I am aware of in my immediate life um, other than this person who uh, complained um are people who aren't particularly tech savvy. See now, this is where I <laughs> I don't think you can, I don't think you can wholly judge a device by its user base. I think that like Oh yeah? iPhone? I, I I I know, but like I think part of that is that like <laughs> I this is like a chicken or the egg thing though, right? Because I think like a part What of, came first, the moron or the iPhone? It's not even that, right? Because it's like I think that the I think that the device manufacturers obviously play into their user base. Um, yeah. Okay. But I think like more than that, like with Apple, right? They they make the decisions first, and then the users have to choose whether they want to like accept it or not. Like with the headphone thing, right? It's like they made that decision, and then it's like uh, it's almost like a power move, right? Like when they, when they made that phone that was I think it was was it the six that was so thin thin that it like bent in people's pockets. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, bend gate. It, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like they made that decision to make it that thin, and they were like, "Are you going to accept this? You're still going to buy it?" So it's like they. They drove that, and I don't see Sam's Sam like they, they've got their. They're not perfect, but I don't think you can say that they're not Android users because like the stuff's still there, right? It's just like Samsung flavored. It's not like more basic. Okay, yeah, you I, might... like 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 Bixby's possibly, but like Google Assistant's caused me issues before, um, and like you know the it, it at its heart, I know there's like. It's still got the Google Play Store. Right? You can still install Android apps on it. To me, that's still an Android phone. This okay. is where you're going to tell you, me you, they've you, just you, released an update where it's like yeah, they've just no released an update Samsung where you have only. you have to use the Galaxy Store now. No, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, it's like you, they you put wait. Their, 
You wait that put their stuff on there. But like every, a lot of them put their I'm not like I feel like I'm apologizing for them a little bit there, but like yeah, just, a lot of <laughs> We won't, we, won't, we won't say what relation to Kieran uh, this person has, but um, um, it might not be a wise idea to upset them. I, I just don't see it. Be, I, I don't think you can say <laughs> that someone that uses a Samsung phone is like whatever it nah, was I, said before I, about them. Not, in all honesty, I think, I think I, I, I've had many a month to reflect since we recorded the pilot. And I, I do think that I may have uh, spoken too hastily uh, without proper consideration of all the um, nuances of the like very the, difficult the, and complex issues. And I'm I'm very sorry if you are a Samsung user. Um, like, you know, we'd all love to have... Like, I'd love to have a, to have a Fairphone, um, but it was unfortunately out of my price range. Yeah, um, it's just such a. Oh, I I looked at them, and like even cool. like I I'd be willing to stretch to it. And to be clear, uh, just for context, I believe the Fairphone is it's around like five hundred, six hundred euros. I believe. Whatever it's that. not like a. It's not a super. It's not like an iPhone level flagship cost, right? Well, but it's, it's not like really it's... a flagship, is it? It's no. Not... I mean, that's the problem I have with it. Is it's kind of well into mid-tier like pricing creeping towards what used to be flagship killer price before flagships became became like over a grand um, yeah it's but but it's but it's like but, but, but it's specs like, are like low tier like not yeah. like not like complete piece of garbage low tier but like they're not they're like yeah i don't know like your moto g's and that sort of thing like for the money, I think that's the problem. It's like if I I tolerate the spec, if the price wasn't quite so sharp, and like I get why it is, but like but, I feel like it's so early days. I'm hoping that they'll come down in cost. I feel like they've got to because like, I mean, one part of me is like, yeah, right, okay, I get where it, where it is. Yeah, they provide the warranty, but other than the warranty, like I mean, if if the battery's replaceable, like I I I feel like. If I, if I want to use right, so, so like lithium-ion batteries, yeah, uh, happiest between about thirty percent and eighty percent state of charge, yeah, or well, fifty to eighty percent really. But like, if you yeah. want to realistically get any usage out of it that's close to acceptable, you, you know, thirty to eighty percent. So, what what I feel like they could do is just kind of go. Look, right. We expect the phone itself to last, I don't know, X number of years. But we also, if you are going to want to get the full, I don't know what the battery size is. I'm guessing it's somewhere between like 3,000 and 5,000 milliamp hours. If you want to get that full capacity on your daily charge, you are welcome to. But do just know that your battery is going to be shagged after two years. However... Like, you can choose to set your phone to you have a buffer at the end, and then it probably won't die. Um, but we won't warranty it because, you know, but it probably won't die. But you can replace it super easily for this much. Like, charge me for a new battery, and if I want to use it in a way that's going to wreck it, that's on me. But, like, educate, and and then don't charge me a premium 
because you're warranting a part that is prone to failure if you charge it improperly. Uh, it's, it's such a tough one though, right, with the like warranty thing. Because um, like, if, if, I could t- if I could have a bit of a hot take here and, and you know, devil's advocate a little bit. Mm. Like, if you're Fairphone and you're saying like, oh, certain users won't get the batteries warranted if they want to use it in a certain way. Like, first of all, like, you're going to get a percentage of users where the battery is defective and their first experience is probably going to be like a level one support tech or level one customer service telling them we don't warranty your battery because our records indicate that you used it in this way. They're going to then like, and you just know it's going to be someone with like a pretty big following on YouTube or something, right? They're going to then go like Fairphone told me they're not warrantying my phone. And then they'll come and do like a 40 minute video on. I'm not saying don't have a warranty at all. I'm just saying have like have a a shorter warranty for a part because essentially yours when you like if you're guaranteeing a part it should be kind of the guarantee should be like a like the expected lifetime i think is like should i mean it's not the way it generally works but i mean we know that like most smartphones the thing that dies in them the quickest is the battery and and that tends to happen after a couple of years doesn't it with like people are charging it to a hundred percent so I'm I not I'm don't... not saying don't have a longer warranty for other parts, but if the batch if the battery's replaceable, is it really that much of a problem? I, I guess if it's replaceable and the cost is good, but you just know like I, like even even but... with like it's not just about your charge either, right? So like imagine you're like a say North American user in a state where it's regularly really cold and like let's say that you work outside a lot, you're out in the elements a lot for like say mm. six months of the year and it's cold. Like, that's also going to take its toll on the battery, right? It constantly being in that kind of, like... But that'd be true of any phone, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, but, like, if that's you're having this, like, like, tiered warranty thing, um, and then you just, like... I, I can just see it as well, someone being like, oh, what are they... Oh, they're tracking my charge usage and... Oh, like... no, 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 no. No, I'm not saying it, that the warranty at all is based on tracking. Oh, I'm, okay, I'm, so I'm just saying have a set warranty... But you can educate people to say, look, we're, 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 we'll guarantee the battery for two years because that is the average lifetime expectancy of a battery if it's treated kind of as a normal person would, which is just wang it on a charger when they, when they go to bed and leave it sat at 100% for fucking forever. And yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, include, we'll, uh, we'll include a piece of software that will, you know, intelligently figure out when to, to get to 100% or you can manually set it or, or, you could, or you could set it to only ever charge to 80% or 90% or whatever percent you want to set it to. And we'll provide ample information saying, right, well, we know that our batteries are happiest between these percentages. And so we'll say that if you do this, your battery is very likely to last longer than two years and still be very healthy. But we, because we believe in privacy and we don't want to track your battery usage and and all that stuff, we will only guarantee it for two years because if you're irresponsible, you might wreck it. Like, I mean, that's cool. I I feel like that's no problem. I feel like that's fair enough. Right? Yeah, definitely. That's like, I'd, I'd wholeheartedly support that actually, because that's just like educating users at the end of the day. Yeah. And like, if you want to be a tech savvy user and like use your battery in a way that's like going to prolong its life, you can do that. And yeah. you're not going to have to replace it as often. Or if you want to just like, if you're one of these people that's like constantly wants to be fast charging it because you've left it and you need it real quick, then you're going to harm the life. You just buy the replacement. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you still get a warranty. Yeah. And like, they kind of eat the edge cases where it's like X user, um, 
I don't know, had a battery that happened to die a bit earlier. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I don't know for certain, uh, but I, I imagine, like, you know, if, if a battery's defective, it's probably going to fail within the two-year period, isn't it? Yeah, right. Or, like, it's, it's going to, like die really quickly or like obviously yeah. have like a fault right yeah because i mean i don't i'm not an expert in battery but i i you would have thought uh, particularly with like a battery that's being highly stressed like a battery that's in a smartphone that's being pretty much drained to zero then pretty much charged all the way up to 100 percent, as in it's actual 100 percent, not like not like an electric car for people who don't know um in like electric cars uh, I mean, it varies from manufacturer to manufacturer. Like, I believe Tesla actually do allow you to charge to a hundred percent of what is known as the, I believe, nominal capacity, which is basically the actual capacity of the battery. But then they don't let you drain all the way down to zero percent of the actual battery. When it says it's at zero, there's still I don't know, like five percent or something. Um, but most manufacturers have a buffer at the bottom and the top. Um, so when it says it's a hundred percent, it's actually like ninety-five percent, and when it says it's zero, it's actually five percent or something like that to protect the battery, um, so that it's not being pushed to these extreme limits because that's when the most degradation happens. Um, you get these things called uh, so you've got the anode and the cathode. And I always forget which ones. Which I feel like the anode is the positive. One's ca- plus and one's minus. Yeah, I think, it, but it can be different as well. Depend it, they. They swap roles oh, when God. you're charging compared to discharging. But anyway, whichever one's which. Basically, you have you have an anode and a cathode, and then you have an electro lights or something in between them. And basically, degradation happens where as as you when you when you uh, charge a battery or, or discharge a battery, basically you've got um, ions can pass from again I can't remember which one the anode or the cathode to the respective anode or cathode and but electrons the the reason you have ions passing from there is because electrons can't pass through it uh, so an ion is it can be an atom that's missing an electron or gained an electron can't it, i believe um so the electrons go around the circuit and then meet back up with the ion at the other side um because they can't get through the electrolyte and that's basically how the battery discharges and when you charge it the opposite happens but as you do that it's not a perfect process so some of the ions get left behind and form what these things uh, these things are called dendrites growing off um again either the anode or the cathode i can't remember which um and basically that's what degradation is and those are more likely to form when the battery is uh in high stress scenario like very close to zero or very close to full i think because like because of like resistance increases or something like that uh, and also in like extreme conditions like very cold or very hot conditions oh thank um, god i wasn't wrong about that i thought i just made that up yeah um i think well you might still be wrong remember <laughs> remember what <laughs> podcasts we're on here kieran you might oh, still be wrong. wrong yeah but yeah basically i mean dendrites are the degradation thing and I, yeah so um yeah so like in a smartphone i forget where i was going with but yeah in a smartphone battery they don't have those buffers because the battery is so small like essentially i mean an electric car has lithium-ion batteries same as your phone same as your laptop they might be there'll be there's lots of different variations on the chemistry so they'll be slightly different but essentially uh an electric car has lots and lots and lots of the cells that are in your phone kind of 
massive oversimplification, but essentially a pa battery pack in an electric car is lots and lots of little cells like that. So because there's lots and lots of them, they don't have to push them to the top and bottom to get a decent amount out of it. But because you say space constrained in uh, in your phone, um, they obviously they push them as hard as they can and make and traditionally most people got rid of their phones after a couple of years anyway because smartphones were moving so fast not anymore though uh, saying about the uh, the phone capacity i had a youtube ad the other day for the for the google pixel and it, it wound me up in a few different ways um first of, all, <laughs> for, first of all it was the one with the guy you've probably had this it's there's a guy and he's like um he says that he's on Team Pixel, and he says the start of the ad is him basically saying, "You've got Google Maps, you've got Google Docs. Why not have a Google phone?" It's like, cool, yeah. Let's yeah. Why, why not have a Google Life? Why not <laughs> yeah. live in a Google house? Drive a Google car? Why not just surrender to Google? Why not give um, us all your data willingly? Yeah, exactly. So I, I find that part specifically frustrating to listen. I've to. not actually seen that. Maybe oh, they... it's it's all. He's sitting in like a white background, and he's like. Well, you know, you've already got you already use Google Maps. Why not just you know go to a Google hospital, give him your Google blood, give oh, him your Google DM. Like it's 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 like that's his logic. I know he didn't come up with it. He's reading a script, but yeah, it's like that's so that part I find specifically frustrating because um, it's like such a weird like it's like saying like um, you know, well, you drink Coca Cola. Why not? Why don't you live in a Coca Cola house, you moron? Yeah, why? why you sim why, 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 why you simplifying your life? Yeah, why don't you just drink nothing else? Yeah, you use Cherry MX keyboard switches. Why don't you drive a Cherry MX car? Yeah. What are I, you, I, I, kind of... I wondered where you were going with that one. I was like, <laughs> why, why do you drink Cherry Cola? <laughs> <laughs> why do you drink Cherry MX Cola? What are you, some kind of idiot? No relation. Why you got all these complexities in your life? You use all these different brands. Yeah, simplify your life. Just, yeah. just, just <laughs> surrender to the corporate overlords. Yeah, look, just, just surrender to all one thing. Yeah, it's like, you know, you... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's stupid. Anyway, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um... Talking of talking of Google though, um, and them wanting you to use their things, um, ChatGPT. Uh, oh, do do you see the connection here? Do you see, that was, do you that see, a, see that the segue? Seamless. Google has been scrambling, um, in such a way. This, this, by the time this podcast comes out, this is this is ancient history, and it already, to be fair, at the time we're recording, I mean, yeah, it's already it was like yeah, a few weeks ago at least, but. The yeah. war's over and we've already lost to the AI. It's fine. Yeah, I presume. I presume um, you you heard about Google's disastrous unveiling of Lambda. I did, but I saw a really good take on that. Um, again, you know, I'm tempted to just make up facts about it and hope that they come true in the future, and then that way we won't be able to date with it. Um, yeah, yeah, you know when. when yeah, when so this, this podcast it, is it, recorded it, on uh, in uh, 2030. Um, the robots have been ruling now for. It was super weird when they did the demo of Lambda right, and it killed that presenter. I was like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, what was Jesus that all about? Christ, I guess yeah. you know it's early access. Um, but... I still signed up to the beta, so hopefully those issues will be resolved and it'll just be a minor maiming by the time that i get my access yeah to I, I, I i think i can afford to lose a few fingers to to be part of the the, ro the robot revolution yeah how else am i going to get confidently wrong answers on the internet um you know, <laughs> it's not like that's gonna happen for years um saying about their saying about their demo i mean i could just ask a question on no anyway um no. Um, anyway, speaking of their uh, yeah, uh, don't name names. Um, speaking of um, speaking of their demo, I saw a really good take on it, which was that like because it's Google, like they couldn't like they couldn't release anything that was like ChatGPT was, and like the Bing ChatGPT was still super raw, and like the the take on it. And I wish I could remember which video it was. It might have been Cold Fusion. Um, 
But like the take on it was that Google couldn't release something that was raw because they're the market leader. So like if they release something that's raw, everyone's going to be like, wow, Google suck. But like with Microsoft Bing, it's like it's already a joke. What are they going to do? Make it more of a joke? Like what's yeah. the big deal? So they could afford to release a like half-baked product. Um, where that, Google, yeah, that, that I yeah, I hadn't actually considered that. That really makes a lot of sense. So yeah, 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 and like that's not to say that like because from what I like, there was that thing in the news about where the um, guy that worked in Google thought that it was sentient. It was so good. So like, it was. It's hard to believe that it was. I think part of the issue with the demo was it was just like so hastily planned. Like I think it, yeah, it was the, clearly a rush. Like rush. They couldn't job, find a phone it? at one point, right? Well, I think like, that was the thing. They they, they just whoever was responsible for putting that on stage just didn't and they, so they didn't actually have a live demo of it yeah so it's like that's not that's not the technologist's fault that's just like no they put it together in a rush and they didn't rehearse the demo enough but like yeah well, it wasn't super impressive was it it was a bit like i have to confess was... i haven't actually watched the demo i uh i, went... I haven't seen the full thing i've, seen I, I've not quite there. gone full linus style and only read the comments but i um i've, uh... I've only seen clips myself but like from what i've seen it's like cool so what yeah. like it was a very short part of a longer presentation i believe and like yeah it was just not that exciting the google assistant demo that they did however long ago that was oh was like called the live one where it yeah. called and booked an appointment for you that was way more impressive than that that sparked way more existential dread in me I remember when that first happened, I was like, oh my God, okay, we are like round the corner from disaster at this I point. I still don't like, know that... if they ever shipped that. Like, I don't know if I could do that right now. Like, yeah, if, uh, it, like... if you've got a Google Pixel, yes, oh. but it turned out to be not very good in the real world. Did, was it one of these things that was like region based? So like if you were in LA, there was like, you had, did the business have to sign up for like, we let google book appointments and i stuff, can't remember like... i think no i think no because if you if you ha i had a google pixel for work for a short period of time and uh it did come up with say you know when it comes up with a little notification banner at the top of the screen when you got an incoming call uh, oh yeah you have answer decline uh screen call with google assistant or something to that effect okay and um, so, they so, so they did at least have that bit i don't know whether they had their hey hey google <coughs> sorry um hey uh hello alphabet search engine um <laughs> book me yeah, a hairdresser's cool. appointment at my local um establishment beauty salon. beauty salon um with extra pampering of my nails please or whatever yeah, it's like People i don't big on fashion. that was way more impressive than what they showed yeah for their, like you know chatbot tech but chat gpt so yeah. i've got some i've got some takes on chat gpt I know we're out of date with it, but still. So, um, so your, so your, just, just to be clear, your takes are they based on ChatGPT 3.0, which is what we got back in November, December last year, as the the open alpha or whatever it was, or are they based on the now release? I, I believe you can now pay a chat. Uh, open ai to have access to chat gpt 3.5 which i believe is already way better or so it's uh, funny you mention that because uh, my take is actually based on none of those things bing um, bing gpt uh, it's actually not based on that either it's funny that you mentioned the question of what version it uses because that would be very pertinent uh in relation to my to my take so to give some context uh unfortunately I work in a world which requires me to keep abreast of things that people occasionally post on LinkedIn. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, seeing the corporate world's reaction to ChatGPT was incredibly depressing. It was more depressing than any ramifications of ChatGPT for the future. Okay. Like, that was more... That was more dystopian. It's like, I don't know if you'll have seen any of this because it's like very much isolated to these like complete tossers on LinkedIn. I, I um, only very occasionally go on LinkedIn just to have a quick scroll through, U- usually just to add people as connections who I work yeah. with so I can stay in touch with them, you know. To... So like the corporate world has gone friggin' buck wild for ChatGPT. They're like, it, it's like changing their lives. So it's like, it's as though these people have like just discovered the smartphone. It's, it's like this this kind of like or like they've invented the wheel they're, they're like guys guys look at this i ask it a question and it gives me a basic answer that this is this is phenomenal it's like dude you could have googled that <laughs> and like read one article but you the fact that it just condensed that information down and presented it as an answer and like it's it's clever like i'm not like not to take anything away from the tech it's clever um and like the natural language models like it's it's like it doesn't often get like the doesn't often give you stuff that's completely incomprehensible if ever but yeah i don't think i've ever seen an answer that's completely incomprehensible you you don't ever get like a i don't know did you ever use the cleverly chatbot back in the day i use similar chatbots and they would like you occasionally get stuff like that doesn't make grammatical sense yeah it'd just be complete scrum like I've, i've never had something that doesn't make grammatical sense i've only ever had like okay that just doesn't answer my question or okay this is clearly wrong yeah so it's like it gives it gives like good answers right yeah um and like they're well written but it's like it's not it's not groundbreaking really into the answers it gives you the technology is really clever but the answers it gives you like it can't it can't it can't give you an answer that didn't already exist in some way can it 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 can just it can just find the information much quicker than a human can and then summarize it from multiple sources into a, a nice snappy but like these these guys they're like god i i wake up in the morning and they're like oh my business i told chat gpt to come up with a business plan for me and i said come up with a business plan for my company to scale 10x because that's what all these people want to do right they all want to scale 10x or 100x or something x mm, um yeah. and it's like it's like it writes some generic bollocks about like marketing probably from like aggregated from like 15 different websites with also generic bollocks about like scaling a business and they're like acting like it's they're like oh it's so insightful, it's like partner I don't know what to tell you but like I'd, I'd I'd love to see what happens like if you could just like I don't know separate them off into some kind of simulation where um the world remains right. this like I don't know the same uh, as it is now for us but for them we can just accelerate ten years and to see what happens to them if they followed that business plan. <clears throat> and it's but assuming i guess like no no other progressions in technology in that little bubble and just yeah. like see how hard they fail it's so funny and it's like they, they maybe i'm being as... pes- are we being pessimistic uh, it's it's just it's not I, i'm pessimistic for their prospects with like you know typing into basically a you know a aggregated search engine uh tell me how to live my life but like the funniest part is that they're all like making products based on it as well this is what i say the funniest part it's actually quite depressing so like there's a bunch of people who are making all these products based on it and like they'll do stuff like oh my product generates prompts that you can put into chat gpt to give you amazing answers that like you never have cons- it's like dude it's like you do you do realize that like 
yeah, the, the, like that is just an entirely like your your product is gonna be completely obsolete by the time ChatGPT is like, you know, fully fledged. It's ready like to another. It, it's like I don't know if this was ever a thing, but it's like if when search engines first started getting actually good, if people were like, "Hey, I'm I've got a company or I've got an app that will." generate search engine queries for you all you got to do is ask it a question and it'll rephrase like it'll do like a site column <laughs> search it'll do, like literally you know like the stuff you can do on google you, you, like, to be like, fair you need that if you if you try try to use pre pre gpt bing you need someone to you need someone to professionally format your search query so you so you can find i think them. a more valuable service is having them go through all of the like top ones that are irrelevant and taking you to like page four where the like stuff that actually answers your question or, or maybe like, maybe maybe you could pay someone to google it first and then yeah and then know, verify and, and then and then like bing it for you like but in a way where bing couldn't possibly fail to give you the link that comes up at the top of google they, they just do like a site colon <laughs> search for the exact url yeah <laughs> but it's like it, like was that ever a thing though genuinely because it feels like that's all that these there's like hundreds of companies spinning up and it like I don't think they have any kind of technical knowledge because they all just use chat GPT. Well, they've like, not built anything of value. They're just like, oh, we format... If you type your question to us, we'll make you a query and then it'll give you the answer. How, how are they even doing that, though? Like, like They're just like... There's some kind of like front end for it. or I'm not quite sure how they work, so God forbid... Are I, they just well, manually... Like, have they just manually created a database of prompts that they've tried? I don't think they're manual. I think what they do is... I think that they like they'll use ChatGPT to they'll like do like they'll like chain requests together to ChatGPT I believe so like they'll submit it a request to say generate me a prompt for ChatGPT to answer this question then they'll use that prompt and they'll put it in again and they'll put like generate me a prompt that's similar to this um like there was one guy as well that was like um his whole angle was that like his company would take text that came from ChatGPT, run it through a different AI language model and ask it to basically just reword it in such a way that it would pass like checks on whether it was AI written. And it's like, that's completely worthless as a service. It's like, the, it is just like any, whenever you get some like big, yeah, it's it's just people trying to cash grab, isn't it? At the end of the day, like they're trying, trying to cash in like, I might, I mean, there's there's probably some of them that aren't clever enough to realise that it that their 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 business isn't sustainable, and they think, oh, this is it, this is how I make it. But the I imagine they get like a quick cash grab, right? They'll make some money on it, yeah, and then it doesn't really matter because their overheads are so low. But like, there's always going to be people who are going to capitalise on things like this. Yeah, it's like the whole crypto thing again. But it's like as wonderful as apps and stuff are, it's like I feel like this didn't used to be a thing back with like older like um tech innovations so like if you look back at like the the internet it was like oh it's just for techies at first and then it slowly kind of filtered its way down so like there wasn't people that were like oh it phone my hotline and i'll go on the internet for i mean maybe there was but like was there ever like a hotline you could call them and you'd like ask them a question and they just google it i know there was like people that would do that for, with like encyclopedias like you could ring them up and they'd like look something up in like an encyclopedia for that's you that's actually you a it. useful service though that that, that is like pre like, pre-search engine that's that's but, actually... like when when like wikipedia became a thing were there people that were like hey there's this new website called wikipedia now what my service does 
is you ask me a question and then we format your question as a search query into Wikipedia and then using its wiki engine, we deliver you the result. It's like, that's just complete bollocks, right? You'd hear about that and you'd be like, this is, this is worthless. Is it maybe, is it, is it maybe though, but without the key technology of like the internet that you just, there, there's, there's never really, before the internet, there was never really a, like a, a um, marketplace for these Where you could types mass of people garbage yeah like cuz i mean it's it's just like a a i don't know like it's like a a, a, a scatter shot right and it? like it's like they 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 they're throwing like a load a load of, of shit in loads of different directions and like as long as enough percentage of that shit hits someone in the face then it's That's a win, true. right? Like it's 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 only like the same as like I guess prior prior to the internet, you get like the like door to door salesman, didn't you? You'd like go round, yeah. Like, do, do you want to buy like some that, tea towels? No, fuck off. If I wanted tea towels, I'd have gone to the shop, <laughs> bought this, some this tea is, towels. This, this is Tupperware three Yeah, yeah. It not a pyramid the, scheme. Yeah, we got a new vacuuming. T- I I'd really want to go back to like nineteen ninety nine now and like. Like, because I guess it was the same thing back then with everyone saying like dot com and internet. It was like, oh yeah, we're like so and so. It was like it's like the same thing. But like, I think we're gonna look back on this as like another like dot com bubble of where like everyone's like, hey, we're AI chatbot powered, and what like everything's got to be AI powered now. But it's like it's such a buzzword though. It means yeah. nothing. Like yeah, yeah, our, our service is powered by AI. Like what, what? Yeah, but what does that mean? What what mm. what does that mean? And half the time, it's probably not even, like, a true, like, AI pairing. It's probably just, like, an algorithm someone's written. Exactly, like... yeah. AI gets used more often than not to describe just, we have a computer algorithm. Yeah. Congratulations. What do you want, a medal? If, if you ask us a question, we'll run it through, like, some language processing and, like, match it to our closest FAQ. So that's definitely AI-powered. Yeah. Like, some of it's really cool. Like, the um, Adobe Sensei stuff, as much as I hate on Adobe, like, they're... Their stuff actually, I, I assume, does use like some kind of AI, and that that works really well with like um, masking and like n- like auto green screen or whatever they call it. Like that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there there are genuinely useful. Like I, I don't know, it's it's hard. I don't really know exactly what 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 is what where is the line between just a a very sophisticated machine learning algorithm and ai it's it's a difficult one and i don't i'm no expert on yeah. the subject like so, so it's, I, it's, I think they're not the same thing are they i know that no but like and i don't like, i feel like a lot of the stuff labeled as ai must just be machine learning because like you wouldn't call i don't know would you call like google's algorithm an ai like just the general google search one like is that it's, it's, it's not really because it's like from what i understand it's just like a really really complicated algorithm but then doesn't it use some AI elements? Because it's got, like, a billion signals or whatever. They, it's, like, super complicated, right? It's like, is that an AI? Is it not? Because it predicts stuff. Ah, uh, Kieran, I it, don't like, know. It, it, it I don't know. Your, it uses your data and it, it predicts. Anyway, it's... Like, it's... yeah, because there's so many buzzwords. Like, you've, so you've got machine learning, ne- neural network, artificial intelligence. Like, and they... I, they I, they're not all the same thing, but they get seem to get used interchangeably to the point where I don't even know. 
Like, I, I think the sooner it goes the way of, um, the sooner it goes the way of, like, NFTs, the better. I, like, other than the underlying, like, good parts of the tech made by people that actually understand it. Hey, you now, like, you, ca- you know what you can't funge? What's that? This podcast. Exactly. <laughs> completely. Go on, try. Completely. Can't even, yeah, not, not even I, a little bit fungible. I dare you to try and funge this podcast. If you see an NFT... Well, no, because what if we try to do, like, a cash grab in the future? Rug I was going to say, if you see an NFT of this podcast, it's fake, but it, it might... If you see an NFT of this podcast, we've sold out. Yeah, or we've, it's we've sold out. Judges hard, harshly. Yeah, or, or it's we fake. We deserve it. <laughs> in fact, no, it's definitely fake. Like, yeah. then if we have sold out, like, we can just say, oh, this one's a fake. After it's sold, obviously. Not not beforehand. We'll just keep quiet on that. And then once, once it sells for, you know... Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll edit this bit out. Yeah, we'll we'll edit this part out. We'll be planning our future. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Our future cash grab. Yeah, right. uh, all all the all the good. Um, we'll have to come up with a stupid name for it. all the good like stupid names for like an, an obvious NFT scam. I feel like have already been taken. Uh, we'll have to call it like we, or we could call it like bathroom fan. Bathroom fan. <laughs> and then we've edited that part out, so no one will understand it, and it'll still better than Dogecoin. Plausible deniability. Still, still better than Dogecoin. Yeah, exactly. Oh God, yeah, that that, Yikes. that went. Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll just find another ancient meme to dig up from the. We could call it cash coin. Like it's like a cat. Or actually, no, not that. That's cats. been taken. Cash that, coin. There's hundred percent. Like we could call it like I don't know, checksum coin. I I I was thinking about not this specific thing the other day, but you know, this with the prevalence of scams and i was actually watching a video from uh, the one and only jerry rig everything just before mm. we started recording um uh where he uh, basically he messaged one of the telegram scammers in his comments um oh nice and uh like initially pretended to be a viewer and then basically eventually he he offered the this person money to basically tell him you know what what his business model was it was actually super interesting um but i i I don't know i do sometimes like wish wish, wish is the wrong word wish is the wrong word but i sometimes go oh god i wonder what it'd be like to just have like i don't know no scruples and just be like perfectly okay sleeping at night and looking at myself in the mirror knowing that i make a living by scamming people out of money because like it's, it's i mean it's it probably it probably isn't super easy but like there, there's so many stupid people in the I, world I feel it like, seems like it was like such easy targets but i feel like while you while you are making the money you'd maybe feel like good about it assuming you had no like scruples about doing it but then i feel like Maybe a little bit down the line, you get to the point where you realise that, like, you realise what everyone thought of you, and and maybe maybe as you got older, you'd be like, oh, th- this is uh, like I think it would be when you realise that you got to the point of no return, because like mm. there's certain people right where it's like they've they've scammed people to such an extent that like th- there's no they, it's, there's no real like redemption for them like there's always going to be a large group of people that see them as like you know, just a scammer for it. And I feel like at that point, that's when you'd be like, oh dear, I've I've kind of screwed this up a little bit. Um, but if you had no scruples, I guess you wouldn't care anyway. Yeah, I mean, if you if you just, like, 
don't know. I feel like, you know, at least if we were going to scam people, we'd do it earnestly. Like, we'd, we'd, we'd make a... Pro- it would be like a, a... We'd make a product. We'd deliver a shoddy product, at least. Like, we'd, that's, we'd, that's the I, I think I think, um, I think we'd, we'd have to start a cult or something. I think we'd... Well, no, because I feel like we'd at least deliver some of something, right? So, like, even if you joined the cult, hypothetically, right, you'd get some kind of merch, albeit poor quality, and, like, you know, maybe not everyone gets one, and they don't all, like... They're not all from the same production runs. So they're kind of slightly different colours. But, like, you get something... Like yeah, we'd, we'd give you that much. Yeah, like there'd be some effort into it. Is that, it's is it's that a bit p- like whenever we start designing something and we're like, "Oh, this is just like a fun throwaway project." Can you be? Can like, you be an ethical scammer? <laughs> is it a scam if you have well? No, it's not a scam if you've got good intentions, is it? I don't know. What about like um, Elizabeth Holmes? I don't think did she did she have good intentions? Will we ever know? Who's to, Who's to say? You know, will Laserdisc ever come back? <laughs> oh, we've come full circle. We've yeah, will, full will, circle. Our, will our podcast ever be on Laserdisc? Will it ever uh, be on Laserdisc? If this video can get a million likes, what, guys, guys, <laughs> would it would it be would it be a scam if we were to release episode one on Laserdisc and like it looked like a Laserdisc, right? Was like the right materials and stuff. But we counted on no one ever playing it, and it, it wouldn't actually it wouldn't actually work. Like there was no data on it; it just looked like there was. But what? But what if? Uh, what if Alec from Technology Connections or whatever his name is from Techmoan decides to be a fan of our podcast? Yeah, then, but then, then, we... then we're getting publicly. Um, what's uh, what's uh, exposed? That's the word that everybody like. Sc- what? Scramble yeah. checks some exposed. Fake laser disc scandal. Face, yeah, <laughs> I, I'd I'd go down in the blaze of glory, honestly. If if that was, if I that actually, was what... yeah, you know, now I now I've heard that that I, mm. you I know what, guys, honestly... let us know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> would you buy? Would you buy a laser disc of the unreleased or possibly released pilot episode of our podcast? Let us know in the comments down below. In um, a dead format that doesn't work. And, and and on that note, I think it is probably time to wrap this episode up. Even though we we did have some uh, we did have some further discussion things, but you know, we can leave it. To yeah, a I mean, I got, we, I got other fans in my house, you know, we, that we didn't even get round to. We so could talk for days. Part. I've I've got I've got a, a fan uh, right next to me right now. Um, it's not on because it's winter and it's snowed. There today. we go. Um, right, we'll wrap it up there. In that case, uh, thank you for um, listening. Please do uh, do the actions that will praise our almighty algorithms. Um, yeah. Download our new chatbot coming by the next episode. Uh, what it does is it takes your query, formats it as an Ask Jeeves search, and then installs numerous toolbars in your browser to speed up your workflow and help you generate more helpful prompts for your other AI services. Including automatically leaving a comment and liking and subscribing to our YouTube channel, following us on your podcast platform of choice, and telling all your t- friends and family about it. And, you know, emailing them and, like, forwarding it in one of those long, pretentious, horrible chains of emails. Yep. Again, our chatbot will generate those for you. Please do keep an eye out. Yeah. So, uh, thank you very much for listening. We do hope you return at the regularly scheduled time when we release these, which we haven't decided yet. Um, But until you do, I've been Ethan. I've been Kieran. And if I don't see you next time uh, and you don't share this podcast to at least 10 other people... 
then you will have bad luck for the next uh, 11 years. Whew, that's harsh. You better, you better come back next time. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.